News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Italy has introduced a 40% windfall tax on banks. So should Ireland consider doing the same here? Paul Murphy, People Before Profit, Solidarity TD and economist Austin Hughes joins us. Paul Murphy, should we be introducing a windfall tax on the banks? Yes, we should. Uh, The banks are making enormous, exceptional profits at the moment. So AIB, Bank of Ireland and PTSB in the first half of this year made €4 billion in profits. That's a tripling of what they made last year. And the reason they're making those profits is very simple. The ECB has increased the interest rates by uh, just over 4% over the last year, um, going from a negative interest rate of minus 0.5 to a plus 3.75%. And instead of the banks passing those interest rates on to deposits, depositors, they have hoarded them and taken them as private profit. So AIB, Bank of Ireland, between them have 60 billion euros now sitting with the European Central Bank on deposit, making uh, almost 4% in interest. And they have passed on most of the increases to mortgage holders. So average mortgage holders are facing an increase of up to 500 euros a month. And they have passed on almost nothing of that to depositors. And so Ireland is literally at the bottom of the table across the eurozone in terms of the percentage of the increase that have been passed on to depositors. So this is simply private profit taking. It is a transfer of public money into private uh, hands. It's taking advantage of the cost of living crisis, just like uh, the energy companies. And so it's entirely appropriate that we would say we we want to tax these and then use the money to protect mortgage holders, for example. Austin, that's a very persuasive argument. Uh, I think there's two or three major concerns about that argument. Um, the, the first is, I suppose, the circumstances around which Italy has raised these taxes are very different. Uh, the Italian government is scrambling to find money wherever it can. Its budget deficit last year was 8% of GDP. It's probably about 5% of GDP this year. As you know, we've surpluses in our public finances, so our capacity to support consumers, and this was brought in uh, as a means of providing financial wherewithal to support consumers through the cost of living crisis uh, is very different. Italian national public debt is, depending on how you measure it, either twice as high or you know four times as high as that in Ireland. So the Italian government really was in a desperate situation to to try and do this. And the consequences immediately have been fairly desperate as well. The Italian government aimed to raise, uh, initially was talking about 3 billion from this. Uh, Yesterday, we had about 10 billion wiped off the value of Italian uh, shares. Now, those shares are the future pensions uh, of Italian people in the main. So the negative unforeseen consequences have been very significant. They've actually pulled that back uh, an announcement last night. And remember, they are talking about a very temporary element. Paul, what about that? What about wiping out the stock exchange, wiping out bank shares and destroying uh, pensions for for lots of people who are paying into them? Well, first of all, Italy isn't the only country to do this. Uh, Spain has uh, moved on a windfall tax. Czech Republic, Lithuania, Hungary and other countries are uh, discussing it. Um, And the reason for that is because this is simply a transfer of public money. The European Central Bank is a public bank and it's transferring money into private hands who are not then passing it on. Um, So we need to do something 
about that if but, you have a windfall tax. But if the law of a, what, what, just what, what Austin yep. is saying, if you could address that, that, that the pension pot, they, they, they may take three billion from the windfall tax, but they'll lose 10 billion off the pension pot. So you have a decline in the share value of the banks, uh, not just in Italy, uh, in Ireland now as well. So it's already partly factored in that other countries are going to consider doing these uh, windfall taxes. But that's a decline in private value, right? If you raise 3 billion, 4 billion euros through a tax that is public assets, that's public money that then can be used to uh, assist people. Um, So, you know, ultimately... Banks taking a hit uh, isn't, it's not, it's this, you know, I've seen this, this quote saying, well, they're looking to raise But if we're just moving money around, billion, Paul, like, but, like, but, like but, many people live off their private pension. Many, many people who've contributed to a private pension over the course of their working lives live off that in their old age. That's their fixed income. If that suddenly yeah. is reduced because few enough people now have defined benefit pensions, they're, they're mostly defined contribution. That is significant. And then all we're looking at is impoverishing a, a, an older generation who are going to end up living off the state anyway. No, but this is banks saying, don't touch us. We're making super profits and public money is being transferred into the hands of private So is it an uh, ideological argument can't... for you, even if, even no, if it, there's it, unintended consequences? It, I think those who are against us are making an ideological argument because this is currently failing. So the idea the ECB is meant to put up the interest rates and that's meant to flow through the banking system and have an impact on the economy. That is not what is currently happening. What is currently happening is the banks are simply sitting on that, are taking the benefit of the increase okay. in interest rates and not let, passing let me, it on. Let me put that, that Austin. I mean, Paul is making a valid point that the, the mortgages, the interest rates on those are flying up. The, the interest rates on deposits are not flying up. So the bank is doing very well out of this rise in interest rate. And, and many people are really feeling the squeeze particularly in terms of their mortgages. How do we put manners in the bank if we don't do this? Banks typically do better when interest rates are high, but they do less well when interest rates are low. There is a cycle and you have a need for bank. Sorry, I'm not a spokesman for the banks. Oh, no, I know. I just was just a, an economist talking on this. The banks need to do well, uh, uh, you know, through the cycle. Uh, and the real risk about this is the uncertainty it raises. If you have windfall taxes on uh, banks, why not put it on other sectors? Maybe the multinational sector. It causes uncertainty that hits investment. You also have to think about how this tax will impact. Will the burden be taken by the banks or will it be passed on in the form of maybe higher interest rate charges uh, to to mortgage customers? Because remember, most mortgage customers, apart from tracker mortgage customers, haven't seen the full scale of increase that we've seen in ECB interest rate increases. Maybe banks will cut back on services. Maybe we'll see more bank closures. Don't think immediately that the people who will suffer will be the banks out of this. This is why I'm saying you you need to look at the broader economic impact and it is negative. Look, gentlemen, thank you both very much for speaking to us this morning on News Talk Breakfast. That is Paul Murphy there, People Before Profit, Solidarity TD and economist Austin Hughes. What do you think this morning? It is a very attractive argument that, that Paul Murphy makes about, about taking money from the banks, having it in, in public ownership and, uh, you know, the difference between the, what, what they're charging to, to lend and what they're charging to put on deposit. That's very persuasive. But are there lots of unintended consequences? And, and what would it do if we were to do that? Let us know your view this morning. 87 106 is the WhatsApp. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.